Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Welcome to episode 71 of Kick-Ass Every Day. Um, I hope everyone's had a great week. This week, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Stacey Piedrahita. Um, her and I met through mutual friends within a Facebook group that we're both involved in. And after we got to talking a little bit, Stacey shared her story with me. And we found that we had quite a few things in common, which has been really fun to get to know her and to talk to someone who's had some similar experiences that I have. Um, Stacey is featured in the book, um, Intuitive. Um, when her, she's one of the uh, published authors in there. It's now an international best-selling book. Um, and Stacy has also been a registered nurse for the last 26 plus years now. Stacy's had an amazing uh, spiritual journey. Um, and I'm allow her to share that with you all today because I can't wait for you to get to know her. Um, she's also, um, her journey kind of started when she had, um, was a survivor of a debilitating illness and also had a near-death experience, which is something that Stacy and I had in common. Um, so I think today we're just going to give her a big shout out, let her share her stuff and give you her, her amazing story. And I know they will all get something from that. So without further ado, please welcome Stacey. Hey, hey Stacey. Hi, Tanya. <laughs> Thank you for the love. I feel it. I'm happy to do that. You and I have such great energy together. And I know that will come across to anybody who um, listens to our, the show this week. So I'm really excited that you agreed to come on and that you get to share your story because that just makes me happy as well. Um, so yeah, so let's just dive right in there. Um, so one of the things I wanted you uh, to get to ask you today is what really led up to your near-death experience? Because I think that's really, um, you had a lot, when we talked, you had a great story to share and that really will put everything together um, going forward from here. So if you could just share that. Absolutely. Um, so many factors, um, you know, just everything that combined, it was honestly trauma, number one, unresolved mm -hmm. trauma for 45 years. It was also the fact that I was misdiagnosed with several autoimmune diseases. Um, I was put on a toxic medica uh, medication that started to shut down my immune system. And also 16 years ago, I made the stupid decision to get breast implants. I mean, my self-confidence yeah. was shot. I was like, I just wanted to feel better. So honestly, it was the combination of the three. Um, it was the perfect storm. And um, literally eight weeks after I was put on the Areva, my body was being poisoned for all 45 years because the stress and the trauma that I did to myself, I kept everything inside and it was a perfect storm. And my body was shutting down and said, Nope, Nope. You either figure this out or you're on your way out. So it was a lot of things that were combined to be honest with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, after you and I were talking, you know, you really, you went through a lot, you know, um, but, you know, universe works in mysterious ways and things happen. And yeah, you know, you've really come out such a, an amazing person on the end, such so much stronger. And it yes. just radiates every time you talk and I talk to you, it, it just radiates and your smile and everything. So that's really, um, and people will see that, you know, people connect with that as you've been making tons of connections recently, as we just talked about <laughs> as well. So that's great. It's, it's really great. And I'm glad that that all that good stuff is happening for you. Um, so 
how has your life changed since your near-death experience and your spiritual awakening? Because I know that that's had a big impact on you as where you came from being a nurse and what you're kind of doing now. So, right. So um, I've been a nurse. I've been a nurse for 27 years and I actually started my spiritual awakening four years ago. It's not like I had my near death experience and like, ta-da, right. you're enlightened. Right. So four years ago, um, very similar. Um, and I noticed there was a pattern again, being a nurse. I'm like, I know, I know my body. I know symptoms. I know when something is wrong. So I was like, this is not making any sense because every time I would go into the hospital, same old song and dance, it's anxiety, it's depression. I'm like, I'm namaste as, you know, I'm like, I'm not anxious. Assholes. Seriously. I was right. like, really? Can we hear a different story? But four years ago, um, I was in critical condition. Um, and this is a story that no one knows about. And God wanted me to speak my story four years ago. I wasn't ready. Now I'm ready, obviously. Right. <laughs> um, so I was bedridden for two months and I called my sister and I said, I don't want to live anymore. And um, my sister is very, very, very religious. And she said, and I was not, I grew up where I, I ran from religion. I ran from Judaism. I converted to Christianity and I'm not trying to bring religion into this, but I tried. No, everything. it's fine. That's I fine. tried. I mean, I wanted to be happy. I didn't care about the money. I just wanted inner peace. I just wanted happiness. Called my sister. I was in so much pain. Um, and she said, listen to a song you like. I said, okay. And I've always loved worship music. You mm -hmm. know, I just love the sound of music that talks about God's love and light. It resonated so much with me. So I'm like, okay, I can do that, Jess. I'm at my wit's end. And I'm not the type of person that would take my life. I, I, I'm not. Um, I, I've been down that road and I was never able twice to be like, okay. I don't think I would have done anything, but I was like, I just don't want to wake up tomorrow morning. Right, right. Listen to a song. Okay. Now understand I'm literally looking nine months pregnant and I've got pictures. I'm looking back and I'm like, like everywhere I go, people are like, damn, when do you do? And I'm like, my three Colombian triplets are doing a month because I look very young for my age. I'm very, very blessed. And my right. husband is 13 years younger. So I had fun with it. But anyway, right, let's get back. I always get off track. All right. So I listened to a song and I'm listening in bed. And I didn't hear anything. I didn't resonate with anything. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. I felt a tingling and I'm, I'm tingling as I say it mm -hmm. now. I felt this feeling that I never, ever felt in my entire life. I don't even know what it was. The only thing I could say, unconditional love, maybe. Because okay. back then I was like, what the hell? I was so miserable. My belly went flat. Seriously, went flat. Wow. I, I literally, because normally I'm waddling, but I was able to waddle at this point out of bed. <laughs> I literally jumped out of bed and I looked, I come out to the living room and I say to my husband, the hell just happened. He's like, what, you shit out the triplets? <laughs> it's a miracle. Right. I was like, wow, what is happening here? So anyway, I went back to bed and I was like, oh, give me some God. Give me some Jesus. Whatever this is, I want this. Want it. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, the next morning, my belly was out to here again. And that, you know, it, it, it was enough of a spark that I was like, I want more. I want more. Right. So my spiritual awakening truly started for to go. So four years ago, I started a Facebook group, laughter, gratitude, positivity, and I was going down this path. And um, then I wrote the book. And after I, after, well, I started writing the book after my near death experience. But what had happened was the minute, the minute 
I had my near-death experience. God explained everything to me. Even though I was a happier person, I was still judging myself inside. My heart was still dark. My soul was still in so much pain because of all my trauma. I thought I had processed. I've been going to uh, EMDR therapy for 18 months. Oh, wow. I was so wrong. So my near-death experience, literally, the minute I woke up or whatever happened, I was like, God's going to heal me. I literally shook Kenny. I'm like, he's going to heal me. He's like, you're half dead. I'm like, no, (laughs) I swear. I swear. Now understand at this point, I had not had anyone willing to do my surgery because I knew it was my implants. No one believed me. It was my implants. I was like, it's my implants. No one believed me. Literally a week later, I got a call surgeon removed my implants. And that was a week after my near death experience. And life has been magical ever since. So, right. I mean, you know, your body, right? Like I always, I always say that, you know, you better than anybody. Did you ever feel frustrated with the doctors at the fact that they just did not really listen to you? Oh, I mean. okay. <laughs> so I've got a mouth and I have a, <laughs> I have a backbone like that is unbreakable. Like, I mean, it is just, I stand firm in my convictions now. Right. So four years ago, you know, I made a conscious decision to get sober. I was tired of the pills. I was tired of everything. Oh, take the anxiety pill. Take the depression pill. I'm like, no, no, right. I'm, I'm in a fog. I don't want to live life, life like this. Right. So the first time I end, I went to the hospital, which was March 27th. The doctor walks into, I'm in the ER, mm-hmm. walks into the room. And he's like, well, I think you're having a panic attack. I lifted up my bracelet and I said, get the F out get the F out. I was like, you are not going to talk to me like that. No, right. Right. I know my body. This is not an anxiety attack. I spent 45 years in that, you know, anxiety panic mode. No, I knew something was different. I knew something was wrong and I was tired, tired of people not listening to me. It's anxiety. Right. It's depression, blah, blah, blah. No. Now look at me. Look at what happened. It was my trauma, right. it was my implants. It was a combination of everything. And I was like, well, this shit has to change. Mm-hmm. And the most impactful moment. And again, you know, as a nurse, we know all about documentation. It's what, you know, nursing right. 101, if it's not documented, it didn't happen. Okay. And I'm terrible about documentation, but for some reason, my journey for the past year, actually, no, the past 18 months has been documented. I love to journal. I love to write and get my thoughts out. And just seeing the difference and believing in my story gave me enough conviction to say, you are not going to tell me it's anxiety. Right. And I, I was in the hospital for four days. Not one person mentioned anxiety. They knew it because I think this doctor said, you might want to watch out for her. Don't mention the A word. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I'm happy. Right. My husband and I live a, I mean, I am happy. I have inner peace. I have happiness. Right. That's oh, not man. the problem. Don't come right. after me and tell me I'm anxious and depressed, you assholes. Right. I was furious, yeah. furious. But now that my anger is, you know, my anger has turned into empowerment because honestly, I was on a mission. After I found out it was my implants, I was like, everyone is going to hear my story because people are, they have no clue. They're being misdiagnosed. They're thinking they're anxious. They're depressed. Maybe it is their implants. Right. So I was like, I have to speak my truth. I have to. Well, I'm- I have to. It's the right thing to do. 
I think it's, I think it's great what you're doing because I think it just shows again, which I, I know I've told even my own family members, you have to be an advocate for yourself. You just have to, you have to, I I agree. And I've seen it before where people just are not, and they just get swept away. You know, it's just, it's a shame, but um, that's really important to be an advocate for yourself, you know? And like I said, you know, no one knows your body the way you do. So that's, that's really crucial. And the fact that you're a nurse, I mean, that definitely helped, right? Because you not only see other people, but you knew the things, right. You knew the things to look for, the questions to ask. That's really important too, you know? Um, so I think that's fantastic. And it's really important that you're getting that message out there about breast implants. Cause I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, the problems that, yeah, no, you're right. I think they don't have any clue, you know, I had to become my own healer. I had to become my own hero and I had to become my own hero because bottom line, no one is coming to save you. You, I, you yeah, know, I to do it myself yep. with God, with yeah, God. I agree. I, I was, I say God helps those who help themselves. I think that's so yes. true. <laughs> One, you nailed it. One, yeah. Stop the pity party. Yeah. Stop the pity party and be like, you know what? I'm going to heal. And yep. I'm, and I'm, I'm actively healing. I'm yep. actively healing. I don't have all the answers. Will I fall every day? Every day. Yep. Every that's day. True. But no, we all do, what? right? That that's part of life. Absolutely, that is a part of life. Is experiencing both sides of everything, you know. Yeah. Um, as we've talked about, you know, uh, Esther Hicks and and uh, the law. Love, love me some Abraham. <laughs> love me some Abraham. Absolutely, the law of attraction is amazing, and just yeah, just her whole her whole point of that is always, you know, you have to experience both things. You know, that is how you figure out what really means something to you. Is only by experiencing both sides of something. So. That's true. Okay, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah, beautiful thing. I have it on my back of my wall there. I say it all the time, you know, I have a mind that's open to everything and, uh, you know, um, detached to nothing. So <laughs> Wayne Dyer. Yes. That's my, that's my spiritual papa. That yeah. is my spiritual papa is Wayne. I love that man a year ago. I can't tell you who he was. I swear. And to God, I didn't know who Wayne Dyer was, but that man, his teaching, what he has done, for mankind and how he has uplifted humanity. I thank God every morning, every morning for Wayne Dyer. Agreed. Agreed. Right. So that comes back to the whole personal development, which, you know, this podcast is all about, but um, I think you've really used a lot of, you know, uh, different teachings like that to really, again, it's self-help, right. It goes right back to self-help. I know people like, well, poo poo self-help. Like I I don't really get that because I'm like, it's called (laughs) self-help. And the name is in there. You can't, you know, the people think that um, a lot of people say, oh, they're, they don't know what they're talking about and they've never helped me. I'm like, they're not supposed to, right? You're supposed to help yourself. <laughs> they give you the tools, but if you don't use them, it doesn't work. And, you know, if you, as you and I discussed also one teacher leads to another and that's Absolutely. kind of how you find, yeah, that's just the world. That's just the universe working for you. Always. It's always working for you. It always. Know? And that's yeah. what I've noticed when I'm in alignment, everything ease and ease and flow. Ease and flow, yeah. ease and flow. When I'm not and my ego tries to run the show, God's like, how many times I tell you stop controlling shit? I've I got know. it. And I'm like, I know, okay. I know. And you feel right. it. You, you, you know when you're not aligned because you just, you don't feel good. Your it's emotions shitty. are negative. You know, you're just, you're in a funk. And that's always your, your first um, clue as to how out of alignment you are. So that's people that. would just pay attention to that. They could really again, bring themselves right back to where they're supposed to be and, and so much easier. You know, they just, people fight it or they don't know that's what's happening. I don't really know, but that's why you and I, you know, people like us, we talk about it because we want people to know. Yes. And have fun. Yeah. 
have fun. Have fun, right? We said that that's the biggest key is to have fun and make, and I talk, you know, I've been talking more about that to people too, to just have fun in life. Yes, but people who really, okay. My husband, honestly, all the time, he's like, you are being very unrealistic. I'm like, have fun in your own little world. Bye, bye. You can come with me if you want, but I'm having fun over here. Right. That's not very realistic. No, that's right. That's so true. So true. My son was borrowing my computer last night and on there, I have like my C goal for the year, you know, or for just the big goal that I'm working towards. He's like, wow, you're really positive, aren't you? I'm like, yes, I am. You're correct. (laughs) And I'm like, you can't affect me. I'm sorry. You're, you're a bad, you know, you're a bad attitude will not affect me. (laughs) I'm telling you, we've got such a bubble of positivity around us that we're like, Bing, bing, negativity, bye. I, I'm just, but, and it's funny that you meant, you know, the whole awakening, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know if, I mean, you, your journey, I mean, you started when you were like a baby. I mean, I'm just real understanding this journey, but I read the books and people are like, you know, what Dr. Dyer says, you will see it when you believe it. But here's the thing you read and you're reading and you're like, how can this be true? Right. Yeah. You're telling me all I have to do is be kind, serve, and have fun. Are you sure? <laughs> no. What What part am I missing here? What part? You know, I, right. I read the cliff notes, but I want to read the novel. Right. right. Wow. Wow. And not only have I read the novel, I mean, I'm like, oh my god. But you know what? I found that I also, I'm very, very protective of my light now, and I don't share yes. it with many people because, like you said so judgmental, so negative. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have room in my heart for that. And I'm no. not being ignorant, but I'm protecting my heart with all that I have. Right. Is at 45 years, I was numb. And now I'm like, nope, no, no, no. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Right. And people and the people who are open to it and are meant to hear it will always listen. They're ready. You know? You'll know when they're ready. And I yep. don't waste my time on anyone who's not. I used to, I tried to heal everyone, right. but I was like, what am I doing wrong? And I got sad and I'm like, but I'm called to do this. And people are like, you're crazy. I'm like, I know, but it's beautiful. Crazy. I know. Well, I always tell people till I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm not here to convince you of a goddamn thing. Okay. That's really that. not I why it. I am here. Yes. Uh, that's why we're like, <laughs> it was like, like a flame, like moths to a flame. Ruby, so true. Ruby's quote, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought Rumi was a miniature vacuum last year. Right. No, hands of God, that's how ignorant I was. But I was as I was as well. Like, but I will. I was willing to be like. I was intrigued, and I was like, "Show me more, please, please show me more." And now that I'm here, I'm like, I'll never leave. I know it's true, right? You can't imagine that, right? You can't imagine going backwards like that. There's just no. I always feel. You know, like we talked about the other day too, that, you know, having that um, experience, that near-death experience, you know, you wish you could give that to someone else. So they understood like how amazing it is. And I, you know, I was, wish I could share that with my kids and like, you, you know, it just is like things, you know, the hereafter, you know, God, ever that it is what it is. Right. And I, I feel sorry for people who just don't have that, you know, who don't understand that or can't accept that or, you know, just have to. Well, then I admire the people who go on pure faith who've never experienced it, but believe in their heart that it's real. Right. So it's just it's a crazy mixed up thing. But I think it comes to everybody in their own time and when they're ready, know, when they're yeah. ready. Dr. Yep. Joe Dispenza teaches people. I when I actually um, when I was last year, when I was really sick, 
during my near death, before I had my near death experience, um, I was in critical condition. I required 24 seven care and Joe Dispenza taught me, I mean, I couldn't afford the Academy. He has free resources on Facebook. Mm -hmm. That's all I did. And he showed me he had a near death experience and his mission in life is to show people how to connect with their own inner wisdom. And I'm like, you don't have to have a near death experience, but again, people are so accustomed to self pity. And I was that person for 45 years, even though I never showed it on the outside inside, I was like, I was horrible. I was so insecure. I was, I was, I was tortured. I was traumatized. I was a victim and I lived in that victim consciousness. And you know, Dr. Joe, I don't know the man a year ago. I didn't know who he was either, but let me tell you something. He is changing the world. Right. Seriously. Abraham, Wayne, and Dr. Joe, hello. That's yeah. all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> well, that's all I needed. That's what helped me. True. People that resonate with me, they're like, okay. Yeah, no, it's true. That, that's absolutely true. And I think it's great that um, to get out there and to, I'm always, I'm always wanting to share, right? Always putting stuff out there. I, you know, I give resources all the time because I want people to find those things, right? And to find things that resonate with them. And you can only find those things if people, someone else has shared it with you. People may take it up, take me up on it and go and check it out and they may not. And that's okay. You know, again, I don't take things personal, so that's okay. <laughs> because we are one with the universe. We know it's a reflection of them and not us. That's right. Uh, Namaste. Uh, yes. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> um, so let me ask you one more thing. So what is the main thing you were looking forward to the most in your new life? What is it that you um, are, you know, are, I know you're living in the moment, like we, we talk about as well, but what is it that you're really hoping that the rest of your life will bring to you that you are calling forth and that you can put out there for other people? This moment, how I feel exactly as I feel right now. Um, I'm being called to be the light of love and just mm-hmm. to show people that you are not those voices in your head. So I'm just doing podcasts. I'm actually, um, you know, if, if it's God's plan, I'll be, I'll be filming a show in Mexico that's uplifting humanity. I'm like, okay, about that one. I'm still on the fence about that one. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I can do some of the things I'm going to be doing, <laughs> but if it's God's plan, I mean, right now I don't, it's, it's, and I hate to say it because you know how people say the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. I, I have no fear. No, like, I am healthy. I'm happy. I'm off all medications. Believe it or not, this is high on life. And right. people are like, what is she on? I'm like, I'm high on life. I, <laughs> no, I say that all the time. Life, I'm high on life. life. <laughs> like, seriously, I mean, yeah. you know, people are, are hateful, but again, it doesn't get to me because this is my purpose in life. Uplift humanity with my laughter, with my smile. I've had so many people reach out to be like, you made my day and, you know, you, you changed things for me. And I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, you know, this is what I will tell you to do. go read those books. Right. Go read some Gabby Bernstein books. Go read a Nora Hibbert book. Things that changed my life. They're reaching out to me. What do you recommend? I have no mm-hmm. problem sharing. No. no problem sharing. So as long as I can continue sharing my love and light with people that resonate with me, you know, laughter is the best medicine. I know I'm a little crazy, but it's like, I love my crazy now. <laughs> I just want to have fun. So moving forward, whatever path, I mean, I already know my path, but whatever opportunities God keeps throwing my ways, that's, that's all I'm doing. And this is what lights me up talking about my story because there's so much healing in my scars that I'm willing to go out there and say, Oh honey, trauma, you know, suicide. 
Mm, you know, ideations, whatever, you know, suicidal ideations. I mean, I went through that with my family, my son. I have walked through so many shoes that I just want to make sure that people know you're not alone. And right. that's my, that's my, that's my path moving forward. You're, you're just, you're not alone. You're so much more than those voices in your head. You're beautiful. You just, we're all beloved. We're one. We're a child, you know, children of God. Right. That's Absolutely. it. That's Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think that's a really great message that you're putting out there. And it's something that can never be said enough. It just cannot be. Um, and There's sometimes so much people, activity. Right. And sometimes people need to hear it like 10 times over before something finally clicks for them. But you know, it's, it's important. It's really important to just keep putting that out there and doing it in the best, you know, the most honest way that you can, right. You're being so authentic about it. And I think people resonate with that, Stacey, honestly. I mean, I know I did. So, um, I think it's great. And I'm super, super excited that we, um, have connected with each other and, uh, yeah. you know, you and I just, we had an instant bond and I love instant. that because it's, it's not very often that I find that with somebody. So it was really nice that, um, we got to know each other and I'm can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast from the show this today. Um, I'll let my listeners know that I'll put um, the links to all of Stacey's great stuff on the show notes on my website and uh, yeah, check her out. Cause she's got lots of great stuff out there and she's doing great things for the world. And I'm really excited about it for her. So thanks again, Stacey. Thanks so much for being on here today. Thank you, Tanya. I uh, so, so, so appreciate this opportunity and God bless you. You same to you. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.